0: Today on episode 51 of the Home of Play podcast, PlayStation is making a completely new VR format for PS5. Sony Boss says a whole slate of PS games are coming to PC, and we discuss our impressions of February's state of play. All that and more. And some intro.
1: What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to episode 51 of the Home of Play podcast. Where every Monday the two best friends join forces to give you all the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, reviews, and that is because we are the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host Stephen. With me, I'm joined by the King of Platinum Trophies himself, Christopher. Hello, hello. Not related to Lucifer. Uh, also with Christopher, we got our other buddy. His name is Sixty Frames of Coitus. <laughs> How That's, are you, Coitus? That is inaccurate, but hello. <laughs> <laughs> the Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid-for opinion stuff that you don't need here. Because of this, that allows us to bring you the PlayStation news that you need or want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy at your leisure. We only ask you to help support the show by visiting our YouTube channel, which can be found by searching The Home of Play podcast. Once there, please feel free to hit that subscribe button. Maybe even give us a like on the video, should the spirit movie Winky Wink, face. If you are already hearing our beautiful voices through the magic of our YouTube channel, then guess what? We are a podcast, and that means you can find us on all your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month we are growing, it's all because you lovely gaming homies helping to spread the cause through the power of word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, complaints we want to hear from you, please leave any of those in our YouTube videos, and then we can read your questions on the show or alone in private while we discuss the cup that was lost in 2021. That is an inside joke. On today, we have a super jam-packed news episode. That means we have no time for homework. We're just getting right into the news, uh, except for, of course, what we've been doing this week. Uh, 10 news articles in total, so let's just get on to what we've been doing. I am starting with Chris now.
0: I haven't been up to too much. Uh, I did another province in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Still enjoying that game a lot. Uh, I did pick up Persona 5 Strikers. Um, I've only just done the intro, but right away the story grabs you again, and it's great. The combat is questionable. I've only done kind of the intro tutorial combat so far, so it's it's hard to say. I don't know if Steve's going to like that one. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's going to like it. Uh, on PC, uh, just been playing Valheim some more. Uh, we t- just took out the third boss yesterday, which, um there was a patch to the game that made him a little bit more difficult. Apparently, uh, we didn't have too much difficulty. There was about, I think five of us. So it was, it was fun. It's always fun to do the progression stuff as a team. So that's been good. Uh, other than that, I think that's pretty much it. Random other stuff. I tried, uh, Valorant on PC. A lot of streamers are playing that right now. Um, it's okay. It's like, uh, Gunplay's kind of like Counter-Strike, um, but with, like, Overwatch abilities and stuff like that. It's okay. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Curtis. Pur- Curtis.
2: Curtis. <laughs> I have uh, been dabbling in the Valheim myself. I've got, I think, over the past few days, like, 28 hours in. It's just me and one of my <laughs> friends, but we're, we're taking our time. We're building a nice... Big house. We've already rebuilt like three times already. Um, but no, it's fun. I'm really enjoying it for uh for an early access game, it's actually very fun. Uh the progression, yeah, the crafting and everything, it's definitely something up my alley. So I've been thoroughly enjoying that lately, but that's that's really about all I've been doing though.
0: Have you guys taken out the I assume done the first boss by now, twenty-eight
2: hours? We're we're down the two bosses already. Um we're getting, I think we're just about ready for the third boss. Make sure you have poison
0: resistance. That's Oh, we've already suggest. made like, we've made like <laughs> 12
2: already. My guy is basically like the tank. I have a, I have both the, the small shield and the big shield and a mace. And then I just kind of bolt them back while he hits them with arrows from behind. I suggest the iron mace. It will help. Oh, I have that already.
1: <laughs> Do bosses come when you're ready or they just show up whenever? You go you to them summon and you them. summon okay well that sounds like that's everything from you guys what did i do this week i played near autonoma to completion finally i got endings a b c d e and i believe f um it sounds crazier than it really is uh a and b are really just a halfway point uh b is like another perspective of the halfway point so it almost feels like replaying the start but like i said just different perspective And then uh, C would be the completion of the game, in my opinion. So I feel like that's the real finish. And then uh, after that, you get chapter select. So, you know, uh, what was it? D and E, I think were really just quick end chapter, pick a different option. And then you get some end credit stuff that uh, is crazy. Um, But yeah, completed it. Very happy with it. Uh, It's definitely a piece of art. I don't think, you know, I don't think I'd ever say it's like, my game of the year but it is going to be one of those games i think i remember for a long time if that makes sense i just nothing about it was amazing other than the art i would i, I still enjoyed myself like i don't want to say this is a bad game by any stretch of the imagination i, I really enjoyed it it's just you know it's not god of war or something it's just still really great beautiful game
2: let's put this I, into perspective like, you like the game so much you bought a statue that its tits pop out
1: that is not true <laughs> <laughs> uh, the statue I bought does not have tits that pop out.
2: <laughs> but you did buy a statue regardless. You looked at yes, it.
1: Yes, I did buy an 11 inch statue uh, that cost way too much, but it's officially from Square Enix. Uh, so I feel good about that. Officially. Officially. <laughs> Why? Well, because I don't think those other ones were official anything. Uh, So, yeah, that is it for everything we've been doing. I didn't really have much time for anything else. I was thinking about getting back to control, but I just didn't get to it. So uh, we'll see. I did download the Outriders demo, so maybe I'll give that a little try. Uh, I don't think it's going to be for me, but it just be, you know, it's free. Why not? If I have time. Uh, So anyway, let's move on to the rest of the show. Let's move on to Chris. Are you ready for it? The news. Okay, we have 10 news articles. Like I said before, we're starting with number one sony scaling japan studio this one comes from game informer according to vgc the vast majority of sony japan studio development staff has been let go by the company their annual contracts not renewed ahead of the company's next business year which the outlet points out begin on begins sorry on april 1st however the localization and business staff will remain intact as will as sobi team developer of astro's playroom which will now operate as a standalone studio within studio japan according to vgc some developers let go from sony japan studio have gained sorry joined asobi through its un- though it's unclear how many while others have joined how do you say that one again Curtis? Boca. yeah oh i actually did it right for once game studios the new company founded by
2: Keichiro toyama
1: Known for his work uh, directing the Silent Hill and Gravity Rush series, VGC also reports that it's unclear how this will affect Sony J- Studio Japan uh, external development, uh, which recently helped out on developer Bluepoint's Demon Souls remake and From Software's Bloodborne. Uh, yeah, that's a mouthful, but it does sound uh, very unfortunate news. I don't want anyone to lose their jobs, uh, but you know it does. It makes sense. You know, it goes a little further in detail. If you want to read the, you're like the whole article yourself, like I said, it's in Game Informer. But it does sound like the decision winds down to Japan's uh, studio comes due to it not being profitable in recent years, which makes sense. When you look at their, like, crown achievements, you know, knacks brought up, Gravity Rush, although I enjoyed the first one, I just don't think they sold very well. And some people love Ape Escape, but I just don't think that was a console seller. Uh, maybe you guys disagree with me, but uh that's just what I'm no. there's, when
2: there's I there's nothing really special.
0: When I was younger I played a lot of Vape Escape, uh with my cousin, my younger cousin. It was we had fun playing it, but has there been even any recent ones? Like the I could see that their their most recent one was Knack, but Knack I, as far as I know, I I talk to people and they're like, Knack? No, we never played that. <laughs> no,
1: I, well, I don't know anybody that's sat even the played people it. Had- you know, it almost became a joke in the, like, PS3 to PS4 era, right? They're like, oh, I can't wait for Knack 2. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, like, maybe I'm being a little too harsh. I don't think so. But, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. A uh, game about a Lego monster that just keeps coming back and forming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, Nack, please stay dead. But it's interesting that it's like... I, I, I Me, to uh, what was a surprise to me was that Astro's Playroom was doing so well. It was becoming more iconic to playstation i i mean i played it i i had fun with it i thought it was cool to go down the memory lane of all the systems and all that kind of stuff but i i didn't know it was becoming so popular i always tried to delete the old playroom off the ps th- uh, four <laughs> it wouldn't let you delete it <laughs> <laughs> hey at least the ps5
1: does less suitable yes it, so. it does hooray um but yeah like i don't know astro i'm with you Astrobot is like I understand him and I do get that Sony, you know, they want a mascot. What is their mascot? Well, we had crash, you know, uh, I mean, I guess it's arguable if you want to say, um, Drake was a mascot at some point, stuff like that. And then, uh, a little big plant. We had Sackboy. Mm-hmm. He was an okay mascot, but it definitely seems like they want Astro to be the next, yeah. uh, you know, when kids see this little robot dude waving at him, they, they want them to think PlayStation.
0: Yeah. Spyro. That was one that always, to me was like, that's, Iconically, PlayStation. Uh, maybe even Laura.
1: Until Activision
0: stole them yeah. away. Laura La- La- put
1: La- them on Xbox.
0: Laura <laughs> Croft. That was another one. Mm-hmm. That was iconic to PlayStation for me, anyway. But uh, yeah. These ones, yeah. Uh, I guess it makes sense to back Astro's Playroom.
1: Yeah, well, i like, I don't know if you remember, but I do recall when the vr game i think uh astro's rescue or whatever they called it uh came out some people put that as their game of the year you know like i don't know why i know for for sure it was hands down won vr awards uh for being best game of that year but some people had it in their top game of the year in general uh you know so uh, people like it like it i don't did any of you guys well i guess chris mainly did you finish the ps5 astro game
0: I finished it. I haven't gotten all the trophies yet.
1: Oh, you did finish it. Okay, yeah. I didn't even know you finished it. I think I only played the memory card levels oh, Okay, and then that was it. It was fun. Um,
0: I I I it was cool to see all the features that they tied in with the the controller.
1: Yeah. No, I I think it's an awesome tech demo. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to experience the dual sense, I would easily hands down recommend that the first thing you do. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Uh, there's been I think my cousin came over. I'm like, "You got to try this game. It's not like Blows you away, but playing with the controller is just a different experience for sure
1: For sure So I think that's all we have to say on that one. Let's head on to number two Bloodline, sorry Vampire the masquerade bloodlines Two drops developer. This one comes from distractoid Paradox interactive has announced that it's long delayed RPG vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 will no longer meet its 2021 release date in addition, the Gothic adventure, which seemed to be finally near completion, will no longer be developed by Hardsuit Labs, who have been working on it since 2015. In a statement posted to Twist, well, not Twister, <laughs> Twitter, Paradox assured fans that Bloodlines 2 was still in development, but the pre-orders for the current and next-gen releases were suspended until further notice. The publisher thanked Hardsuit Labs for its tremendous job in laying the foundation of the game, uh, which I do not believe. And uh, yeah, that's... Uh, we're getting an indefinite delay, it sounds like. So people like me, who had that as one of their most anticipated games of 2021, can cry into a cup and then drink it. <laughs> salty, salty tears. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? This just seems to be the game that cannot get a break.
0: Yeah, it just, there's been story after story of people leaving, uh, like... Or being pushed out. being <laughs> pushed out, yeah. Uh, most recently was the the narrative designer, Brian Mitsoda, and the creative director, kai clooney were both released from the project suddenly in late 2019 so uh, i don't know i never uh, we've talked about this one before but i haven't played the original but i've definitely heard that it was like a, 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 a cult classic i guess is the way to say it uh people are really wanting the sequel to this game maybe i don't know i don't know if the game holds up should i try the first one i don't i don't know you know it'd be hard for me to tell you i haven't played it Oh, forever since before
1: graduating high school oh, shit uh, so yeah <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> and even then i remember that junk of a pc being like killed me killed <laughs> me um but i do remember enjoying it like because you know back then we didn't have a lot of like you know i would almost look at it and maybe i'm remembering it wrong but it felt like a bioware-esque game where it's like oh you have choices and mm-hmm. you can do this and you know you're you're finishing quests and it felt you know awesome at the time like we didn't have a lot of games like that so it felt groundbreaking at that time uh plus it just you know it's kind of what i'm into like okay a a city of vampires cool there's uh covens and you know
2: a hierarchy to it all i enjoyed that stuff um chris did you ever play it no i didn't all i I, every time you talk about it i'm like i want to check it out but i never have Mm-hmm. but it's yeah. hard for
1: me to recommend to someone just because it is so old like because in my head I hold it up on a pedestal but I'm just scared that I tell Curtis hey go check this thing out And <laughs> he downloads it and he's like what the hell am I doing here uh because yeah it might be dated like I said I just it was so long ago it's hard for me to re- like truly remember it like maybe like I said I'm just rose-colored glasses on that one Um, But it's just so disheartening to hear, like, I don't know who's to blame. There's not enough information here for me to point fingers, but it does seem like Paradox just doesn't understand what's going on. Or maybe they're leaving their property in the bad hands. Like, I I don't know what it is. Maybe
0: they're having like a secret restructuring like uh, Japan Studios is happening. It's just less public, (laughs) more public about the news, but less public than them just actually pointing it out and saying, yeah, we're restructuring (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, and I'm wondering, like, what is like, what is that like? What what do they want the end result to be? You know, Uh, because if they're cutting out the like the narrative designer, you know, the guy who was there with the original, right? Like, you know, he's kind of the OG of the series, and then and then you're kicking out like the creative director on top of that, and then like you you made it seem like that's good. Okay, we'll just put a little delay off of booting them. And then we'll be fine. It's like, nope, now you're just kicking out the whole freaking developer. Like, I, it's hard for me. Like, what did they expect? What do they want? Expectations
2: um, not lining up or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, right? Like, I don't know. This is another one that I'd love to be a fly on the wall for. Like, in any meeting of, like, what I just, I would love to see what, what fires are in that head office. Because, I don't know. This really bums me out, though. But I think we nailed that one. Let's just go on to number three. Uh, This one is from GQ, and apparently Jim Ryan had a beautiful, beautiful interview with GQ. Uh, If you didn't know, Jim Ryan's the president of Sony. Uh, Is it Sony Interactive? I don't... Because it's not definitely all of Sony.
2: No, I'm pretty sure it's just Sony Interactive Entertainment, not Sony in general.
1: So, in an interview with GQ, Jim Ryan revealed that there is going to be a new VR headset for the PS5. He did not give us a lot of information... (laughs)
0: Not a lot of specs, <laughs> not nothing, nothing at all. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, so things like moving to a very, a single cord setup, uh, that sounds cool. We also found out that the dev kits for the new VR are actually going out real soon. And then it brought up another question in my head when Chris brought up Resident Evil 8 and why they haven't been talking about VR. Does this mean we're going to get future VR for that game? Because that would be crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, it, there's still been no news about if it's, as far as I've seen it. So, I mean... I hope so. It's one of those ones, though, where it's like... The previous one, it's like, I turned it on, play it for 20 minutes. Okay, too scared. <laughs> I, gotta,
2: I, gotta, I, I <laughs> well, can't do this anymore. I need a break. Considering 7 had it, and even looking at like the VR tech now with Oculus and Valve Index, like they've yeah. advanced so much. Like I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it's probably it one of those perfect games that would probably it's, it's implement the same, it
0: very well. Yeah, it's the same engine same sort of style first person it just seems to go kind of hand in hand so it, i really
1: as- hope they do and like with the release sorry curtis uh with the release schedule it would give them time too because like clearly this vr is not coming out this year so it would give them time to like whenever it comes out they could be like oh and if you get this vr you know just for a few extra bucks you can upgrade and get this amazing game on vr
0: hmm and it, let's point out, like we know that the current VR system does work on the PS5. It's just we're in this case, Resident Evil Eight. They haven't said anything if it's going to have VR, so that's kind of what we're questioning here.
2: It would probably not mm. be something you'd want to play on the same system, considering you don't have like the actual motion controls or anything. It's it's played with the controller, mm. so it's mm. it. You might want to try to go bigger if they do it. I'm curious
0: where VR technology is going to keep progressing to, because to me it seems like. Yeah, eye tracking, I have, I wear glasses, that's what I do, but I don't have contacts. So to me, it seems like VR technology, there should be a way, and I don't see, I I don't know what, like I'm not smart, smart enough to figure this out, but the technology where you could input your prescription into the system so that it would auto correct to your, you know, the prescription you use for your glasses. That seems like something that I would think could be done. I just want to envision this monstrosity where, when you go
1: to the optometrist and they have that giant <laughs> machine, they put a VR just ahead of that, so you just keep flicking. <laughs> it's like, is it clear now? Is it clear yeah. now? One or two,
0: two or three? I'm picturing that. Do you see the? the
1: yeah. Do you <laughs> see the ten foot tall monstrosity girl picking you up now or now? <laughs> it's just like, oh, she's definitely going to kill me. I'm now. picturing
0: that big helmet. What was it from Spaceballs? The the oh <laughs> yeah. Wear one of those things in your house. Oh, that'd be awesome yeah i I mean i'm
1: excited about this um i missed out on when the first vr came and then you know by the time the dust settled you heard it's it a little underpowered uh, And it was a trial run We all knew it was a trial run, Sony's trying something new Are they going to support it, you know, everyone gets a little Scared like we do when Google does anything <laughs> Stadia And uh, so, you know, here now we're Seeing that, no, they're doubling down, like they Want to go forward with this, they're invested in this And I'm, I'm thrilled with that, so I think I'm in, like, give me the VR2 <laughs> I think you guys Like the Stadia yeah, like comment The subtle but- message, <laughs> of
0: the subliminal message
1: Stadia <laughs> <laughs> are you smoking yet um
2: so yeah they i don't know how de- good they I'm definitely go- seem to have an audience like people like vr the immersion it's definitely it was definitely a good step so absolutely it's mm-hmm. definitely good for them to double down on it considering that yeah, i think sorry no no keep going like the the first version i figure was just a more it wasn't i don't want to say it was like trial run but it was more of a cost effective version because you don't have all those full-blown features. So, this kind of just seems like the, the logical direction to go.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I I double that. I I think it was a, you know, dipping your toe, seeing what the response was going to be. We got to keep it cheap because we don't, you know, you just bought like how expensive a console and then we're asking you to like almost double the price, right? So, I I that's why I think they didn't go too crazy with it. Like they probably could have made it more powerful, but if you come out with like what the valve uh
2: i think it's sorry the hive right there's the HTC valve Vive and hive. the valve index
1: oh i'm just uh fusing two different things all together um but yeah like you know that thing it's almost a thousand dollars so I, I don't think sony wanted to do that either uh so yeah i'm interested i i think i'll get the next one I mean, when it comes out you have uh, to it,
2: also remember sorry to interrupt you there but you have to remember yep. that a lot of this tech is very hardware dependent it's The PS4 probably Uh couldn't handle doing two eyes at like with what they're trying to do now. It couldn't
1: handle 1080p probably. Yeah. So So. like even
2: looking at like the index, like you need a pretty strong RTX card almost for a lot of these games now. So the fact that the PS5 can do 4K and stuff, you'd figure that they should be able to push a pretty good uh, signal through into the headset, especially if it's a single cable.
1: Well, and I, I mean, you know, maybe it's wishful thinking, but hopefully it could do like two 1440p like screens for you. Like, I, I don't think it obviously it's not going to be able to do two 4Ks, Um, but if it could at least do
2: 1440p, that'd be nice. I mean, if they're saying it can 8K future proof, then... Maybe. Oh, God. Let's not go back there. I know that's not a real thing.
1: (laughs) They just, I don't know. Sometimes they just like those buzzwords. They're like, 85K, guys. We're going to do it. I'm like, we're going to get there. I'm like, no, you're not. Uh, going on with the same article uh, we're just going to call this article number four but it's from the same interview with GQ uh, basically he also went on to say guess what more PlayStation games are coming to PC I think this one tickled Curtis's fancy <laughs> uh, he was Jim Ryan basically was just quoted saying a whole slate of playstation games are coming to pc starting with days gone uh and he announced that that was actually coming not too far away it's actually hitting this spring on pc which i think is actually a really smart call for a playstation game and go on there that one you know putting on pc you can now unlock the frame rate which is probably going to really help that game uh not that i had tons of issues but i did hear you know when you're doing a horde mode and with all the waves like now you might be able to make it bigger i think i heard unlock frame rates on that game too like I think it's really smart call there. Uh, I'm interested to see what other games they're thinking of bringing on. One, me and Curtis, I think hands down, kind of predicted is Demon Souls. I do think you're going to see, probably not too far uh, from now either. I mean, there's still rumors uh, of believe... Bloodborne too. Yes, maybe. I, I really, I don't know. I, it's like that thing that you just you think about and you want so bad that you just try not to think about it. <laughs> because <laughs> the disappointment. If, I, again, I'm just going to fill it. You're that talking
0: Bloodborne, the number two, or as well? As well. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unannounced Bloodborne 2, Bloodborne Did two coming miss? to PC. <laughs> you heard yeah. it here first. Curtis just announced it. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: Demon Souls for sure, because like even what? during its announcement reveal that it had that little thing on the bottom, oh, coming to PC later. Like, ooh, and then they took it out. And- oh, wow. And you also said that for Final Fantasy 16, too. Yep. So that's another yeah. one that might be in there because they're probably going to time And I wouldn't doubt exclusive. it because
1: fifteen was on there. Like, almost every Final Fantasy, I believe, is on PC now. I think
2: in it our heads, time, we're trying yeah. to figure out where the line is.
0: Like, where are they going to put the line in the sand? It's like, Spider-Man? Uh, no. I don't know if they'll give that one up. I, no. I, I personally think God of War and Spider-Man will never leave.
1: No, those are first party. want those. Yes. Yeah.
0: Like, how far back do you uh, think they'll go? Do you think they'd go back to, like, Infamous? Like, those are older. Ghost of Tsushima?
1: Ah, I hope they don't do ghosts.
0: You kind of want to keep that one. Why? Yeah,
1: it's weird. Like, why I want to be greedy. I'm like, no, this is mine. (laughs) Uncharted?
0: Uncharted? Uh, hmm?
1: I don't know. See, I don't know why. I'm not big on those games anymore. So, like, I'm not that they're bad or anything. It's just, I think I've some reason just not grown to love them as much as I used to. But I wouldn't be upset if they did Uncharted. um, Just because, like, maybe Tomb Raider needs, uh, sorry, Tomb Raider needs competition. Mm. in that space right there's nothing that competes with tomb raider on pc they
0: could because they've already kind of rebundled all those games together and remastered them a little bit so it, mm-hmm. m- it might be easier to transition them to pc
2: realistically am
1: i crazy or is detroit become human on pc already
0: yeah it is uh, yeah it is
1: okay so i'm like yeah you got that death strandings now on pc horizons on pc like i don't know i'm I'm fine with a lot of these things like I'm not afraid to share you could you
2: could could try to say that yeah a lot of these games probably aren't going to make it there but you also have to look at it granted Xbox Windows is a very different beast than Sony and PC but like they do have Halo on PC which was always on Xbox so Mm -hmm. it is possible but yeah it's it's a completely different beast.
1: Yeah, I feel like Microsoft, you know, they're only helping themselves by putting it on PC, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I didn't, you know, foresee a lot of this stuff. I know some people are throwing out, like we talked about before, God of War, or Ratchet & Clank. I For some reason, Ratchet & Clank, if they're trying this rift apart, I I wonder if it does so well, if that would actually entice them not to put it on PC. Uh, but I could just be talking out my ass on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I think that's great. Uh, more power to him. Do whatever you thinks business savvy. I love it. Uh, the, the healthier the Sony is, the healthier the games that are coming to me. Yay. <laughs> Talking about non-healthy games, let's go <laughs> to number five. Anthem is dead. This one comes from Destructo. What? After a report f- <laughs> no way. After a report from Bloomberg about a fate of the game internal review at EA earlier this month, Bioware shared the verdict today. Uh, in quotes, we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem. As Christian Daily put it, but the, sorry, again, quotes, live service aspect will persist as it exists today, which is not good. <laughs> that is not a good <laughs> <That's> persistence. <nuts>. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> why bother?
1: Uh, there's more you can find in a Bioware blog post. Uh, he goes on to say a little bit more, but I just wanted to sum up nice and tight that uh, if you were looking forward to Anthem next, uh, don't. so uh, i I mean there's not much to say about this article i think we all saw it in the tea leaves uh i would say years ago uh i i don't know i guess i can't say for curtis as much as chris i'm just pointing things on my screen (laughs) because curtis is here chris is there um but i would just say like i played it a lot i think i well i guess a lot's relative term but i played it 60 to 80 hours around that i really liked anthem uh when it came out combat wise Uh, i thought the gameplay was fun it was different for games of service i think everyone can agree it's the best iron man simulator there is um but was there a lot of problems yes uh the load times were ridiculous uh the crashes but then just the system itself like yeah i get you have these little components and you're collecting them but the drop rates holy crap I, i remember just all the Reddit posts about these drop rates just being ridiculous. Then there'd be glitches in the drop rates that would make the game fun. And then everyone would cheer and they're like, oh, they fixed it. And then you find out later that buyer was like, oh, no, that was actually an error on our part. Uh, we fixed it. So the game's generic and boring again. Don't worry. <laughs> and uh, it just felt like the developers, uh, the creator, like the creative team, they just constantly did that game a disservice until it was so bad that most of them left anyway. And they're like, oh, you know what? Uh, this game's fine. We're just going to go to Dragon Age. I'm like, wait, did you just like leave this dog turd for the other guys? And now they have to clean it up. And now they don't even have the chance to, which I can only imagine the disappointment in, I believe, is like a team of 30 that have been working on this in the last few years. And how disheartening that must be that you work this hard. You really thought maybe it had a, a chance and you could fix this. You could become the next No Man's Sky. And no. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are, but yeah, that's just a little disappointing for me. I did enjoy it.
0: I feel bad for anybody that put money into like cosmetics or anything like that. It's I hate you, when, you, when you buy cosmetics for a game or any type of microtransaction, which I don't do very often, but there's a lot of people that do. And then you find out your game is dead. It's like, uh, but maybe those people don't even care. Maybe once the money's out of their wallet, they just don't care that it's it's gone. I don't know for,
1: for how little content they put out, I doubt they care that much, yeah,
0: I like you. I played the game with a buddy. We played it right through the whole thing, did all the side quests. i we enjoyed it. I mean, there was there's issues in the writing. there's you could see there's chapters that were at, like out of alignment. like there's you're meeting <laughs> characters that you've already met, but in the wrong order, I don't know, confusing mm. shit like that. And then the game kind of just ends and you're like, what? <laughs> what?" So, I mean, I don't know. It was, but you're right. The gameplay was fun. The load times were the worst I've ever seen. Uh, um, oh, having to go back
1: to like headquarters. You never after wanted to. Freaking mission. You never wanted no, to. It, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah.
0: Like, and then it's just, you know, I mean, all the companies do it, but like the false advertising of the, the, the trailers and stuff. Cause Back then, you saw the trailers. You're walking through town. You're walking through town, and then you seamlessly transition to the open world. Uh, Where was that? (laughs) That was not (laughs) a thing. And then they made, like, a social hub area in the game, and nobody would ever be there because it's like nobody wanted to load to get to the hub.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's no purpose to it either. Like, yeah, it just seemed Centralized everything, I guess.
0: But nobody wanted to Mm. go there because it was just an extra load screen. (laughs)
1: yeah so no there's a lot of weird things plus you know they made bioware do it right so then a lot of people had expectations just based off of that alone they were like oh there's going to be decisions and they're going to matter and they're going to change the story and it's like no and none of that
0: is true and no unique weapons not back when we first played it anyway
1: honestly even when i'm not that i played it for like a year but i played it for a few months after release and they, I don't remember them ever showing up when I was playing. And then
0: they put out articles that's like, oh, we didn't know people wanted this. It's like, what are you talking about? This is the purpose of the fucking game. Like what did <laughs> people hell? wanted people wanted more content and
1: fun? What? what? <laughs> uh Curtis, like, did you ever play Anthem Curtis?
2: No, you basically sold me not to. So did like everybody else. <laughs> like to be I'm an blunt, influencer. To, yeah, to be yeah. blunt, but and yeah, it's too bad because I wanted to. It looked cool, but I just never did, and it's kind of disappointing because fine. I was kind of looking forward to actually maybe playing it. But I guess not now, which again, unfortunate. Because <laughs> <laughs> other uh, other developers I... have done this, yeah, like Hello Games fixed No Man's Sky, Square Enix redid Final Fantasy fourteen. Like it, we know it's possible. So what mm-hmm. what really broke it? Was it just too expensive? Was it just too big a turd to polish?
1: Honestly, I just, yeah, I'm I i I'm speculating, obviously, but I just look at it and I'm like, I don't think the microtransactions were there to support EA continuing it. Yeah. I, I just think they looked at it and they're like, this isn't going to give us back what we're going to have to invest into it. And EA, like always, dollar rules all, yeah. so
0: done. You're paying 30 employees to keep working on it. And you're not pulling in any money (laughs) from...
1: Well, like, in the former article, too, they said if they did decide to go forward, they would double the team. So, you know, now we're talking about a team of 60, which still isn't that big compared to most games. But, yeah, right there, they're like, wait, we have to pay more money for something that may not get those microtransaction dollars we want. So, unfortunate, but that is the way it is. We uh, put the final nail in that coffin, and uh, she's going to greener pastures, I hope. Uh this now we're gonna move on to article six. Uh more just awesomely happy news. Cyberpunk February patch delayed till second half of March. Uh first we got a Twitter poach, uh wow poach a Twitter post from CD Project Red themselves, uh in which it stated While we dearly wanted to deliver patch one point two for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven in the time span we detailed previously, the recent cyber attack on the studio's IT infrastructure. An extensive scope of the update mean this unfortunately will not happen we'll need some additional time later i believe it was the next day we got an article from uh, kotaku where it talked about uh, the hack actually locked the cyberpunk 2077 developers out of their own computers for two weeks from sources who wish to remain anonymous Bloomberg's report details how the hack reportedly compromised personal information of employees including polish identification numbers and passport details leading the company to tell staff to freeze their accounts and report the security breach to the government and their banks. Current employees who are largely still working from home, according to Bloomberg, also had to send their computers back into CDPR's IT department for malware scans. Uh, So I think me and Chris were initially pretty hot potato. As soon as we read this, like, oh, you're using this as an excuse to delay something that you just weren't having an easy time with. Because like, let's face it too, before the hack, we didn't. It's not like we really had a date on this patch. Like no concrete. When is it going to come out in February? Uh, so it looked a little more like they're using a scapegoat. But then hearing this, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Like I didn't realize it was this bad. I didn't realize you guys couldn't yeah. <laughs> get to the network. Initially, it weeks. just sounded
0: like someone went in their system, copied stuff out of it, and then left. That's what how it sounded like in the beginning.
1: Yeah, and then you read more and you find out that uh, part of the ransomware was like, "Hey, we locked you." You pay us, we unlock you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just more, uh, you know, pile it on for CD Projekt Red this year, right? Like, it, some stuff they've deserved, you know, some stuff you could say they made the bed for, and now they're delaying it. But this is just seems like now we're just piling on. Like, it, it's unfortunate. So, if you're out there, if you're hearing this, you know, let's give them a break this one time. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we can wait. It, it is unfortunate what happened there. I'm never excited when i read something about like you know employees getting screwed over like if if their credentials are leaked online that that sucks yeah and it does Um,
0: sound like i have read another article i can't remember from where but from what it sounds like they are saying that this 1.2 patch is going to be the biggest yet and it's going to have the most changes that any other one has done and i mean it could be just be them hyping it up and stuff but i feel like they're they're due for a big one so
1: I would hope so, and you're right. I have heard something similar. I mean, I know Curtis is probably laughing because he's like, "I have the real version anyway," (laughs) and he got to play the real version to
0: completion. So Curtis, would you you go back and replay the game in like six months after
2: like they've done some more patching? No, (laughs) you're you're done. No, like if it might be something I come back to after like five years, honestly. Okay. So when they release DLC, would you come back? Probably just to check it out, but if it's because they did, did, they did
1: say that they were trying to do the Witcher thing where they're going to give you some little free stuff,
2: um, and then expansions after that. It depends how much content you really get out of it. Like, is it enough to pull? It depends what I'm doing at the time, though. If it's enough to pull me away from what I'm what I'm doing, then maybe. But Mm -hmm. multiplayer, a brand new playthrough. Like, if I can keep going from where I'm at in my overpowered state, Mm -hmm. then sure.
1: Cause my my thing is like again, high speculation like I usually do. Um, let's say it's as big as like the Witcher expansions. Which Are you excited one? for that? Witcher three, sorry. Which which so one? So let's say was that, one that let's was say big, the biggest big one. one. Was it Blood and Wine that was the big one? Yeah. That added the other
2: map. Yeah. 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 I think it was like Blood if it adds like twenty hours of content or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that might be enticing, but if they're doing the free ones. Would multiplayer pull you back? I don't know. It depends on how it's implemented. Like, if it's just a story, yeah. you go in, you drop into someone's game, and you help them out, then it's like, well, I mean, that's basically just cheating at that point. Yeah, but <laughs> it
0: could be just PvP if it's some, or something.
2: Yeah, like if it's something different, if there's uh, some sort of heist mode or something i'm not even sure how you could do multiplayer for this but honestly it's never really been something that interested me interested me in the first place right yeah and i think i play the least multiplayer games out of
1: the three of us so yeah for me i'm more into the expansion idea but that's you know that's so far away like i'm sitting back here finding other games to play for now talk to me when you have the next gen update out um and then maybe I'll come back, but it's, it's hard to say. I, I did put enough hours in the game to feel like I got my money's worth, but, uh, just could have looked prettier I, and, <laughs> and not. Crash. And I've
0: talked about it too. I've already deleted it. I'll wait for the next gen version one. And that's when I'll you play. You kind
1: of have to delete it. Actually talking about deleting things, uh, for space, we can move on to number seven. Uh, but anyway, number seven we're talking about st- what i like to call storage wars and yeah we got rumors that uh from other people that don't want or don't wish to be mentioned uh basically it sounds like internal people that know more than we know are saying that we might be getting an update a firmware update this summer that will basically allow us to finally update or upgrade our storage in our beautiful beautiful consoles uh which we need badly because like chris said you have to delete cyberpunk if you're not playing it, cause it Every time we get a patch for that thing, like I can't imagine what it's up to now, but I know it surpasses 120 gigs, which might not sound like a lot if you're playing Call of Duty right now and that eats up almost half your hard drive. Good God help us all. Uh RIP any hard drive that meets Call of Duty. Warzone meets Black Ops. Or is it not Black Ops, the current one? Cold War. Black Ops Cold Cold War, War, thank you. Yeah, that's uh oh, that's a spicy meatball. So anyway, uh <clears throat> Sony Corp is preparing to open up its PS or PlayStation 5 for eternal storage upgrades this summer, lifting a bottleneck that prevents gamers from having more than a few marquee games on their console at one time, based people briefed on the plan said, according, adding support for additional drives will be enabled with a firmware update that also unlocks higher cooling fan speeds, hooray, to ensure the console doesn't overheat, the people said asking not to be named because the plans are not yet public. After the planned firmware update, players need only take a plastic cover off their PS5 and attach a new storage unit to, the, to address the current limitations. As previously announced, we are working to enable M.2 SSD storage expansion for PlayStation 5. The timing has not been announced and details will be shared later, a Sony spokesman said. Uh, I'm excited for this. This is what I think we, anyone of the PS5 has been waiting for since the start. I think I was the least passionate about it when the playstation first came out i'm like oh i'm fine you know we have almost 600 or sorry 700 gigs on this sucker uh most games at the time you know if we're talking about demon souls assassin's creed they were only like 40 gigs miles morales i think is less than 40 gigs so i thought i had tons of time but then you're right chris we got cyberpunk and that's 120 gigs and you know i start downloading this or that and there's actually quite a few games that started uh hitting over a hundred gigs and boom, now I'm deleting things already. Uh, not even six months into
2: my console's life. Mm-hmm. Have the you thing ever... I'm... Go ahead. The thing I'm scared about is uh, whether or not it needs a certain speed rating to be able to use it because like your internal drive is, what did they say? Five gigabytes per second. If you're trying to get yeah, something, s- like that. something similar like that in an M.2, like you're spending three, $400 on a drive that's one terabytes. So, like, that's yes, yeah, that's going to be kind of an issue for some people. Is like, why would I spend like half the cost of my console to upgrade a drive when it should have just had it in the first place?
1: I, I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm going easy on Sony, but I just feel like, you know, when you compare uh, like a PS5 to a, a, like a, P, a gaming PC that you made yourself, like, you're saving a lot of money. And I get why there's certain limitations to those hard drives. Like Curtis is saying, they're so expensive right now because they're new. They're fast. They're the hot ticket item. So when you're talking about just dumping a two terabyte, like people are like, why doesn't it have two terabytes in it? That's $1,000 for something that you didn't have to spend $1,000 for. Uh, like we're already in a good deal. I do get that this causes issues. You know, some people are out there, they look at this and they're like, well, this is why I didn't want to go digital only. This is why I, I like physical copies, you know, yada, yada. And that's fine if you feel that way. I'm blessed to have a decent internet connection at home. I, I think actually I might still be slower than you two. Uh, but, you know, with the PS5, it downloads games pretty fast. Like I'm getting most games 15, 20 minutes tops. And the, fo- the uh, phone so app like,
0: works really good too. Like for, like yes. you don't even have, to, as long as it's in rest mode, you could download things when you're at work. And then it's usually well, there for before. Sure. for Fun-
1: Fun fact. Like I was taking a poop and I downloaded Outrider's <laughs> demo from my toilet. That is you know, fun. like just
2: boom. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Uh everybody poops. Like and yeah, so I sorry. <laughs> but to argue that it's like even if you buy physical, you still have to install the game. It doesn't matter if you have an internet yeah. connection or not. It still has to go onto that drive. So knowing that a lot of these games are how many 10, 20, 30 gigabytes each, like that adds up really quickly, considering that you don't even get the full capacity of your game, because you know when when your hard drive actually gets like, formatted, it's not your full size. And, and that happens on yeah. PCs as well. So it's kind of, you know, a sham. And those day one patches are going to get you anyway <laughs> for most games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it's like, yeah. <laughs> They're waiting in the bushes. They will get you. Have you ever expanded your memory on uh, the, any console before? No, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't either. Xbox
2: 360.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd maybe do it with the PS5, yeah. I'd maybe get one. I think
1: I will. Like, I get what Curtis is saying. Is it
2: going to be expensive? Absolutely. Um, but I wouldn't mind another terabyte. Unless they don't require the fastest speed. If they can just get something that's, you know, 3,000 megabytes per second, then those aren't too expensive. But if you're looking at the top speed ones, those are where they get pricey. And that's what I we would don't go know. go top speed.
1: Yeah.
0: Even if it was just one for storage, like games that I'm not actively playing but don't want to re-download the whole thing, copy it to that one just for storage sake.
1: If they allow this multi-option thing that Curtis is talking about, like, uh, you know, some that don't meet the benchmark, uh, then I do think they're going to do what you're saying, Chris. Like, then if they're allowing you to have a slower one, they will probably say, kind of like they're doing with external, you're going to have to store games on this. But if you're doing PS5, like you're not going to be able to play off this hard drive, you're going to have to transfer over, mm-hmm. which is fine because then, like Curtis says, it saves you some, you know, some green. That's great. Um, but then if they don't give you the option, if it's only going to be the five meg ma- or whatever, um, is it five gigs? Yeah. Per second, or is it, yeah. Uh, if they're doing the five gigs per second, then yeah, I think they're going to tell you, like, yeah, you can only use this. The reason we're doing that is these games are believing that you're going to have that hard drive speed right um so i just i don't care i'll spend the money just now coming across because like let's face it i don't want to get up and put up you know another disc in my drive i don't want to have to wait for anything you know it's convenience that's what these consoles are supposed to be about right is convenience and redownloading Uh, because let's, let's face it. If we ever go next gen cyberpunk, it might be 600 gigs (laughs) Like with with how the patches have been going. (laughs) Okay. So I think that's it for storage wars. Let's move on to number eight. Uh, a lot of bad news this week, uh, dragon age (laughs) back to basics. This one comes from Bloomberg. Uh, Jason Schreier is on a bloody roll here. Basically we found out this week that, uh, electronic arts and it seemingly seems like it's because of anthem uh that they decided that uh dragon age will no longer have a multiplayer aspect Video game publisher Electronic Arts Inc has made a major pivot on the next game in the popular Dragon Age series, allowing the developers to remove all planned multiplayer components from the game. According to people familiar with the matter, the next Dragon Age, which doesn't have yet an official title or release date, had previously been designed with heavy multiplayer components, said the people who asked not to be named because they are not authorized to speak to press but are speaking to press regardless. In recent months, it has transformed into a single-player only game after EA was stopped with a recent multiplayer flop anthem the next dragon age first entered development in 2015 but in the fall of 2017 ea and bioware rebooted the game to push for long-term monetization what monetization yeah this change led to the departure of creative director mike laidlaw and caused some employees to miss the game as anthem with dragons Yay. EA announced the new Dragon Age in 2018, but has not shared many details since then. Behind the scenes, the game has been in flux. Game website Kotaku has reported during development some members of Bioware's leadership team fought to pivot the next Dragon Age back to single player only game. According to the people familiar with the discussions, uh Bioware has also been working on a new game in the sci-fi Mass Effect series as well as a remaster of the original Mass Effect trilogy, which will be out in May that's a mouthful as well uh this is like weird bad but kind of good news i don't know what you guys think i like i'm probably out of the three of us i assume i'm the most pro dragon age i still think dragon age origins is the best dragon age uh and i would for once in my life say you have to play the pc version to get the best experience um i'm not sure why but maybe it's just because ps uh, sorry pc could handle more than the ps3 at the time so the pc version you could actually like Zoom out. It it felt almost like a Diablo, but then you could hit you could pause everyone, tell everyone with the mouse individually what you wanted them to do. It added a lot more strategy where the PS3 version, like you couldn't do any of that, just and it was just kind of like switch between characters. Yeah. Uh so anyway, I just Dragon Age Origins, the side quests mattered. It felt almost like Witcher 2 or Witcher 3 in that sense, where everything you did kind of was awesome and you could make those decisions that you're used to, you know, in a bioware game. Uh, Then Dragon Age 2 came, and I don't know what happened there. It just seemed like they took a totally different direction. It wasn't great. It it definitely felt like they were more trying to be like, hey, Mass Effect 2 was a hit. What if we made Dragon Age a Mass Effect game almost? And I was like, please don't do this. Please don't do this. And they did it anyway. Then we got Dragon Age Inquisition. And although I think it was better, it was more, you know, it played more like uh, Origins. Uh, I just didn't like the it's hard to say the design of the game. Uh, It was lacking a story. Uh, It was a very short story. Uh, They just add a lot of extra like bloat and I just couldn't ever keep on track with the bloat. You'd grind forever between cutscenes, and I would just lose focus all the time. So I don't know if you guys played many Dragon Ages, but that's just my take.
0: So yeah, I haven't played very much of the Dragon Age games. I think I played a little bit of the second one. Um and by a little bit I just mean like less than five hours. Um in, in my mind, I I guess I always compare it to like if you want to go back the Boulders Gate series, which I really mm-hmm. l- enjoyed. Uh I love Boulder Yeah. Gate. And to be honest, I feel like this could divide some people, but I've I'm liking the games more that are coming out from Larian Studios. Like the the Divinity series, and even yep. I, I haven't tried the new Boulders Gate three yet. We're, we're I know we're kind of both on the fence. We were we wanted to get it right right away, but we're hearing some issues with the story and some of the cutscenes and issues that they're having with Boulders Gate three. But I'm it still is pre- early access. Yeah. Yes, I was going to say still, that too. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I'm preferring that style, and they seem to be able to do the co op really well in those games yes so i don't know why divinity or not sorry divinity uh dragon age can't do the same system like i i just not seeing why they're having so many issues doing co-op and all that kind of stuff because some of the older ones had co-op right dragon age 3 had co-op or was it the
1: Okay, it was Inquisition, Inquisition. which is three, basically. Um, That one, it wasn't directly, it had nothing to do with your single player story, but yes, you could craft this. You you basically picked a character out of like some set characters, and then you could play online with other people, but basically you were just going through random dungeons, collecting loot. And like, it wasn't the most thought out.
0: More like a Dungeon and Dragons. Some people did
1: enjoy it. Like, I never really put much time into it, but it did seem semi interesting. It was a cool step forward i i wonder if this next one was going to be more of that Mm. maybe elaborate a little bit better so
0: i mean that's kind of my opinion on it a dragon age i've never i didn't have any expectations from it so uh, yeah that's kind of where i'm sitting
2: also considering it says right in there like their their leadership fought to pivot the next one back to single player only that's kind of taking away that hope which i
1: don't mind like i i feel like it's going to have a stronger narrative and maybe that's just my bias but i just think if you focus on single player you're probably going to give me a better experience typically unless something from the ground up is like hey we're doing this like we're talking about with divinity original sin i just feel like that was built in like hey this works this way but it also can be easily done multiplayer and you know you, you keep that focus and you pile through I just feel like this game, it sounds like even the own, their own people, like Curtis was saying, that are making it, they kind of want, they feel like they can give us a better experience if they st- stuck with a single-player is, narrative. Is
0: Dragon Age narrative good? Like, is the stories, like, really good where it stands out?
1: I couldn't tell you with Inquisition. Uh, I did like the original one, yes. I thought it had a decent story. It started to open up this world. Uh, it touches on a lot of issues, like, you know, like most things, mm-hmm. but they're like, certain species are treated shitty for certain reasons and you got mages against templars because templars are supposed to be there to keep mages in check but some templars abuse their power so there's a lot of like references you can find from these things but yeah like there's a world story
0: continue between each uh uh game
1: so that's the weird part is like it kind of does but not really like between one and two They'll talk about the Grey Wardens. The first one definitely touched on it the most. Then the second one kind of went weird. Morgan comes back, but she's, like, kind of different. It's weird. Uh, And then the third one was, like, a totally new cast. Definitely different. I I didn't really see much in connection with it, so... Boy, I'm glad you
2: remember all that, because I know I didn't. It's less rememberable.
1: Some things stay in this head, and then other things that are actually important, like maybe tax information, (laughs) are just gone. uh yeah it's i can't pick and choose what goes in here i'm just left with what. well is.
0: you i mean the best you could say is if, you, if it does turn out to just be a single player game hopefully that means the story is going to be a home run
1: the, and that's my thing after reading this if it doesn't come out uh and it isn't a home run like I, I i think honestly the biggest thing we need to come back to is like because of the flop of anthem you're right chris like They need a win right now. And if they don't, if the next Mass Effect doesn't nail it, or if this doesn't, if let's say they both flop, like what's Bioware got? And they've lost so many people at Bioware, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're not even talking about like the team anymore, right? So it's, uh, it is what it is. But anyway, I say we get back to some more fun PlayStation news. Let's go on to number nine PS Plus games of March. This one comes from PlayStation blog. Chris, I'm going to let you take this.
0: Yeah, so games for March. Uh, I think that like it feels like the last couple months they're bangers. Yeah, they're bangers. This and they're continuing it uh, with March. So you're going to get Final Fantasy VII remake on the PS4. Um, we'll be talking a little bit more about remake uh, in f- further article uh, or more in general news, but uh, that's definitely a nice one to get. Uh, you're also going to have access to Remnant from the Ashes for PS4. Another good one. I haven't finished that one Uh, it's like a Dark Souls-esque like a game so it is very good Uh, Steve you might actually like that one Uh, I'm
1: actually planning on
0: downloading it yeah I would actually play that one with you too Uh, and then for PS5 there was a lot of speculation about uh, that there wouldn't be anything because PS5 (laughs) hasn't released a lot of stuff but we're getting Maquette um i remember seeing that one during i think it was one of the e3 trailers or maybe it was one of the showcases but it looks like it's one of those puzzle solving uh games i remember it's like perspective and you can shift rooms around and stuff to solve puzzles seems like it's good i usually like those style games and the fourth one we're getting is for psvr farpoint uh which looks like the story i've always looked at this one and been like oh i kind of want to get it and uh, i've always just teetered on getting it but it looks like it's gonna be pretty much like a vr shooter game your astronauts who looks like you get sucked into like a black hole or something and end up in another world and just try to survive and figure out what's going on it is
1: also fun to point out that i believe you can still download uh sorry download destruction all-stars yes uh so don't worry if you haven't downloaded it yet uh but do it soon because that's not gonna last forever
0: yeah that one might last another month but yeah sooner the better although we we still haven't tried it and i've been hearing from people that it's not as uh memorable unfortunately the destruction all-stars one so mm-hmm. I, I haven't tried it yet myself i think i downloaded it but that's kind of Yeah, like i got a lot of online
1: stuff destruction all-stars the outriders demo um what the hell else was I thinking? Remnant of the Ashes, I might try. Well, I mean, I got a lot of hopes and dreams.
0: <laughs> but that's pretty much it for March.
1: Yeah, that sounds like March. So I say we go on to the another big one. We actually had a State of Play this week. It was on Ooh. Thursday. Uh, so number 10, State of Play Pod. This one comes from PlayStation Blog. Uh, we can basically get a list here. I don't know, Chris, you want to dabble on
0: the list? Sure, we'll kind of rapid fire through some of these. Uh, I think the video ended up being about 35 minutes long when you cut out the intro of nothing and the outro of nothing. <laughs> uh, so starting with uh, PlayStation Five enhancements in action with new Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about it's about time deep dive. Uh, yeah, they I think it was with one of the developers or the writers or producer or whoever it was. Uh, they're talking more about the game and comparing it to some of the old ones and some more features and 4K stuff. And dual uh, Sense support, yeah. Yeah, Dual Sense support. I mean. It looks like it's gonna be good. I've never been a Crash Bandicoot guy. I mean, I I guess I played them more arcade-like, I guess. I've never really sat down and been like, I wanna enjoy the story of Crash Bandicoot, but... uh, (laughs) uh, They also then dived into the Abyss with an all new uh, Returnal gameplay trailer. Um, It looks a lot more action-y in this trailer to me, like she's kinda teleporting around and the bosses and monsters look pretty epic. I don't know. What did you think about that one?
1: Uh, it looked um, almost like a fast-paced Mass Effect to me. Mm, yeah. uh, you know, take away the uh, crouch and uh, tuck against walls kind of mechanics. Uh, the only thing that scared me... like, So, sci-fi shooters aren't typically for me anyway. So, not that I really had the highest expectations of the game. Not to say that I thought this was going to be a bad game. It's just for me it wasn't speaking to me, but what hurt it even more in my perspective is that they went on later to talk about how when you die and you come back, it won't be the same monsters. It won't be the same waves. Uh, sounds like you could possibly be in change. different. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that scared me even more because then I'm like, oh, I'm really not going to like this game because it sounds like you're leaning into like it being semi-difficult because you want me to die. You want me to experience these things. And then if I die, I want to learn from that death. But if you're going to change everything up on me, it's going to be
2: hard I mean, to learn from my that mistakes. That sounds a lot like Hades in the sense that it's uh, different every time you play.
0: It's roguelike but not roguelike? Yeah. Because uh, you're still the same person and you're still going, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's probably like Hades is probably a good comparison, yeah.
1: Yeah. They also had some weird house, like she's walking her house first-person perspective and having some trippy, like, are these my memories? Are you guys messing with me?
0: Stuff. Uh, After that, we got an introduction to, is it Sifu? Yes. Sifu? No, I think Sifu. Sifu. And (laughs) then, seafood. An intense Kung Fu experience coming in 2021. It looked interesting. The combat looked like it could be maybe unique for an indie
1: game that i rarely i'm really interested in indie games uh i might check this one out it did
0: look pretty good yeah i would probably decide based on the price tag to be honest for that one but it looked interesting and then this one was kind of a weird one to me i mean i guess it could be fun but uh there was welcome to knockout city the dodge (laughs) brawl capital of the (laughs) world it's pretty much an intense arena. <laughs> I'm making It's that hard up. to say dodgeball
1: with intense, <laughs> intense. right? <laughs> intense, intense game dodge of dodgeball. action. Is
0: Vince Vaughn in it? Is he telling me to dip, dive, and dodge? <laughs> dodge a wrench they show dodgeball. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's dodgeball with interesting arenas and I guess special ball techniques. Oh, yeah, you like can basically break ball? a man's spine, turn him into a ball, and then throw him at other people. I'm like...
1: Don't do this to my character. There's a snipe ball where you can, like, headshot. (laughs) I
0: don't know. (laughs) We'll have to see more about this one, but this one's probably going to be a free PlayStation game. It's
1: it's for somebody, right? It's for somebody. Uh,
0: (laughs) Moving on. uh, We get a little bit more into the journey inside the Ultra Void with the new Solar Ash gameplay. Uh, This one... I don't know. This one didn't interest me when we first saw it a while back and that kind of zoned out during this one. So I don't know. Did you see anything more in this one? Uh,
1: it looked like, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just generalizing, but like, is it the Pathless that came out at PS5's launch? Sounds right. This looks like that, but obviously slightly different. But, you know, a momentum-based game. You're collecting those things. It shows yeah. you a direct line of movement where you want to go. I, I see similarities here. I'm sure they're not, like, carbon copies of each other. But um, I, I'm not I, – I had no interest in Pathless. I looked at this. I see kind of the same somewhat similar game. I, this isn't for me, and that's fine. I hope people have a good time. I hope it comes out. I hope it gets good reviews. Everyone has a ball. It's just not for me. Dodgeball, that's my game.
0: (laughs) The next one got me really excited, and then I I crashed hard on it because it was they're they're introducing the next scariest game to come out, and I'm like, oh! And then it was like first gameplay revealed of Five Nights at Freddy's security breach, and I'm like, wah wah! Oh, it's such a wah wah man! (laughs) I was like, oh! I was like, what is this? What is this? And I'm like, these costumes. I never played Five Nights at Freddy's, and I'm probably not going to. But I was like, it started showing the characters. I'm like, this shit's not scary. What is this crap? And
1: and maybe like I'm not in that wheelhouse. Like I don't recognize them. But like usually when I see Five Nights at Freddy characters, they're kind of decrepit. They're like decaying, and that's what made them creepy. Yeah. But here they're like polished and shiny, and I'm like, (laughs) I'm like I'm running from a like a smiling bird, like. That's playing a guitar. No, I'm going to run to the bird that's playing guitar because that's freaking awesome. <laughs> like that's not scary. That's awesome. <laughs> the one freaking character had a keyboard guitar. That's my best friend now. Like I'm not <laughs> running away from that. I to to go start a to band. Jeez. Yeah. Only at the very end you see that weird hand come out, and I'm like, okay, you show me one scary or scary esque thing. Yeah. Congratulations. But you're right. It was kind of a letdown.
0: After that, we saw more Oddworld Soulstorm, which is going to be on PS4 and PS5 on April 6th. I think people I think know what Curtis to expect. Curtis
1: is the only one that likes the Oddworld here.
0: No, well, I played the old ones. Yeah, oh, okay, I, they were good. I mean, but it's not something it's like I'm excited for or anything. So,
1: yeah, it, I, I, every time they show me more of this, I'm just like, it's a thing. Yeah, it exists
0: exactly. It was, I don't think he they showed much more. There's more, maybe more gameplay. There's potentially more than a thousand inhabitants you'll have to save. But in all the trailers, it shows them all getting annihilated all the time, which <laughs> but, I mean, is like really the n- purpose of the game is to save them.
2: Yeah, there's, there's not much to the games, really. So,
0: yeah. So, yeah, a couple puzzles. There was one like they're talking about the powers and it's like, mind control i'm like well that's in all of the that's games. basically so the core like,
2: mechanic there yeah
0: yeah so they, well, they didn't show me anything special maybe for the new generation maybe they'll find it interesting i'm not sure and then i think the one that we're probably the most excited for i think uh is new gameplay and story details revealed in the moving K- kenna kenya kenna bridge of spirits trailer what did you think of that steve
2: I
1: wasn't huge onto this one because again it, it seemed a little more indie, but now showing me a little bit more, uh, it looks le- it looks like the most polished indie game I've ever seen in my life. Um, it looks pretty. It looks like a playing a Pixar movie. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. so
1: now I'm actually more interested than I ever was. Uh, the gameplay looks somewhat fun. I, I like what they're showing me. Um, the only thing that worries me is um, in a From separate article I mentioned C. that yeah, it's only uh, forty dollars USD. So then I'm like, is this going to be a short game? Which, again, if it's still good, then, you know, good game's still good. I'm not going to, like, cry about it, but uh, it's definitely the highlight of this whole event, in my opinion. So um, I'm excited for it. I like, the, you know, they announced it's coming out in August. Uh, I wish it was a little sooner, but beggars can't be choosers.
0: And after that, uh, we were talking about this one earlier, but we got another teaser trailer of Deathloop's Deja Vu trailer. Uh, a stylish look at Colt's journey through Black Reef. I, we were talking about this one earlier, and this, this one's having the opposite effect that they, they want for me anyway. Every time I see a trailer for this game, I just, I want it less and less. I don't know. It's just I'm getting less interested every time I see a trailer for this game. I don't know what specifically is causing this for me, but I don't know. How about, how about you guys? Curtis, do you have anything on that one no Man. i'm
1: i'm the same as you chris uh you i think you nailed it every time i see it i'm less interested uh probably because the game's called deja vu or like references deja vu i should say and uh it's just like every time i see a trailer it feels like i'm suffering from deja vu it's the same stuff it doesn't really show anything i see a lot through the cracks of like you know the very last scene where it's a very action-packed i'm like there's no way that's ever gonna be a moment in the gameplay. Like, you know, I like at no point am I gonna so remember the placement of every single <laughs> character that I can just jump through rooms and know exactly where everyone's gonna be. Yeah. Very unlikely. Great, I get it. You're trying to sell a game, you know, good on marketing, but it's just they, not gonna be the real experience. The way
0: they sell it, it feels I like I mean i you're I guess we're watching someone who's done this loop so many times, but it just when you're watching it, it just feels scripted. So it just yes. feels like when if you get it the right way, you're just following the script of what the game wants you to do. And I'm like, that's not fun to me. I don't know. <laughs> I Learn, just, I just learning. learning
2: is fun. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> learning is fun.
1: And like maybe it's the sixties aesthetic. Like, I don't know. I'm I've played more arcane games than I think the the two of you. Uh and like I say that as I'm breaking, but really it's the the two dishonored games uh and the DLC, but I like Dishonored, but for some reason, I just can't get behind the aesthetics of this one. So mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, you know, at one point, maybe it's going to come out. Maybe it'll be a PlayStation game of the month. I don't know. Probably not for a long time, but I just, well, maybe not. Because now with Bethesda's Microsoft's property, I, I doubt if that deal ever settles, but whatever. It, it. I hope it's good. I hope people enjoy it. But like I was saying before, it's, I just don't think this one's aimed for me.
0: Mm-hmm. And then finally, um, well, you know, I'll leave this one for Steve to talk about. So
1: disappointment continues and, uh, <laughs> we'll go with the fall fantasy seven remake intergrade arrives on PS five, June 10th, 2021. Uh, basically they open up and they say, Hey, like you own this game. Hopefully question mark, uh, good for you. You're getting a free PlayStation five upgrade. They showed us, um, some side-by-side comparison comparisons for the PS five to PS four notably and maybe i'm crazy i kept thinking the ps4 side was the better looking side so i kept thinking like oh yeah that does look wait oh no that's the ps4 side oh because on the ps5 side you think what looks better is blurring everything with fogs or light blurs to make everything less detailed, I'm like, oh, that's what makes a game better nowadays? That's like crazy. I thought seeing textures on walls was a good thing, but no, nope, apparently just having everything be foggy <laughs> is uh, the new mechanic. <laughs> so- one
0: noticeable comparison, though, that I did think was better was the uh, the background textures. Like, you know, the, the destruction and stuff, the, the paint screen in the background. Mm. Uh, I thought those looked a lot better, which was one big complaint people had in the, uh, the previous versions. So.
1: I wonder if those giant JPEGs they used for the uh, <laughs> bottom of Midgar and the top of Midgar, whichever one you're looking at. I wonder if those are high-res JPEGs now. <laughs> Maybe an
0: NPC walking on the JPEG. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just like a, he does his legs don't even move. It's just like a little block. It's like <laughs> <laughs> um, going on with more Fallen Fantasy news. uh Basically, we found out that the standalone digital and physical versions of Final Fantasy 7 Remake Intergrade will both retail at 69.99 USD. Uh USD. The new Yuffie episode is included in that package, but for those who want a little more, there's also a digital deluxe version of Intergrade that will come with goodies like a digital art book, uh, soundtrack, uh, Kaskar, weapon, um, for Tar. all those pre-orders... <laughs> what oh, ca- <laughs> oh, but there's an S in there.
0: Or is, maybe that's what it's... Oh, maybe that's what they're it's probably a weapon that looks like cactar yeah okay. so
1: i was right for once Yay. you were you were <laughs> uh, so that's all ready for pre-order through the playstation store those who want the option the deluxe version will retail at 89.99 uh not worth it for this game nope uh but i'm just going out there and for the
2: people who are like me who don't like facts uh that paid or sorry not even paid that Eufy DLC. Uh, for people who upgrade from PS4 to PS5, you have to buy that. It is not something that actually comes with your upgrade. It is a paid DLC. Yes, mm-hmm. he is correct. You get the upgrade,
1: the you know the aesthetic upgrade for PS4 to PS5 for free if you already own it. Ah, uh, but the UFI chapter is not going to be free unless you're buying the full PS5 version.
0: Another, however, though, if you get the free PlayStation Plus version of the game that's coming out this fall, this coming month. You will not qualify for the free upgrade. Yeah, it has
1: to be you a paid less. version of the game. <laughs> so, so now, it's... yeah, you got to pay for the
2: upgrade, and then you got to pay for the yuffie chapter. on top an asterisk of that. on every single paragraph.
0: Oh man, it's just yeah, money, money, money. So, what did Cash you guys? Draft. Did you
1: guys watch the yuffie, uh video? Yeah. What'd you think?
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can
1: that just be the intro song now it's fine I...
0: <laughs> let's hear some intro <laughs> like what i mean so i'm trying to remember final fantasy 7 i don't remember it a lot is that her brother in the trailer
1: i don't know that character's not from anything that I can recall. That's what I was trying Um, to place. I feel like they're just introducing another character. It looks like a carbon copy of Zach, but with brown hair and a different weapon. So I'm kind of disappointed. Like they're trying to make me believe that he matters. And I just, I don't know. I watched the whole thing and I was just like, Oh, like, don't get me wrong. I wanted to play Yuffie. She's one of my like characters that I always had in my party. Uh, I enjoy her. She's quirky and fun. Um, but like you know it's not her time yet so i understood why she wasn't in the game yeah i was willing to wait till a part two or part three whenever they want to introduce her but this just yeah like curtis says it kind of feels like a cash grab they're like oh we're just gonna bring this character that represents nostalgia so you're gonna want to play it but i'm like is there gonna be any substance to this chapter like are they adding anything or is it just like supposed to be more background midgar stuff and just with my fear I think Final Fantasy VII Remake suffered so much from bloat. You know, this coming from a guy who's played the original, and that's why, to me, I can recognize the bloat. I get if somebody else never played that game before and they went into it fresh. They don't know, but for me, I'm like, there's so many things that were tripled the time uh, to clearly. Like, you know, in the original game, Midgar's only five hours. It's an intro. It's literally like... Um, I don't know like uh a tutorial of how to play that game then you leave midgar and you get the real game while well, they turn that into like a 40 hour just hodgepodge of bullshittery and i just yeah i don't i don't think i'm gonna get this dlc i also, will see obviously i'm not a big fan of the remake uh you know i'll always be have to compare it to the original and it just fails in so many ways compared to the original for me um so yeah i i don't know about this am I excited about a free upgrade? Sure. I guess uh, I just, I delete that thing off my system. I just don't think I'll ever re-download it. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. It sounds like it, it's saying add a new chapter. So it's confusing to me how long that chapter is going to be. They and that's
1: sh- exactly it. Cause those chapters are so bloody inconsistent.
0: They show scenes where it's like she was there during the other characters doing things. And I'm like, I would find it interesting if I went back and played the original game, if you would actually maybe see her in the background. But I I feel like that didn't happen.
2: I don't even know if she was ever in Midgard.
0: Yeah. Not in the original. Not in the original, no. no. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, they're just, I think they're just
2: adding it for the sake of adding it, to be honest. And I I don't know. And where I don't understand is, I, I realize it's really hard to try to make a story for Red 13 that you know can be like a little standalone chapter but i feel like that's probably a smarter move because you've already introduced the character in remake yuffie hasn't been introduced so how and they could
1: have like they could have brought in like how does he get captured by shinra i mean i think that would
2: have been a good idea actually that's a really good idea i would take a prequel thing like (laughs) curtis
1: needs to work at square
2: if you're gonna introduce someone give me like a prequel episode like vincent because you don't mm. even you don't even get to play as
0: Red Thirteen in the original. No, ones. exactly, and that's so what it, makes more that would have been perfect.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Because they've made they've made so many other changes, it would be easy enough to be like, oh yeah, we threw him in this tunnel. Let's see what happened.
0: Oh yeah, that would have been so much better.
1: <laughs> well, it would have made more sense too because yeah. Red Thirteen's yeah. clearly in Midgar because well, he's captured. They're
2: not trying to yeah. make sense. They're trying to make dollars.
0: Boom. People who have Ooh, no idea who it. Yuffie is is like how does this DLC fit into this game? Whereas Red Thirteen would have made much more sense. I mean,
1: they do make a lot of references in Remake to... uh, How do you pronounce her hometown again? Wutai. Wutai, yeah. So, like, they do make a lot of references to, like, the war that they had Mm -hmm. with them and how they love to steal materia, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it also kind of ruins it because you as a gamer are supposed to know that, like, they blame Avalanche to working with Wutai to make the people turn against avalanche but if you're gonna actually have utai show up like it almost (laughs) legitimizes their claims right like it's kind of dumb yeah i don't know that's just my thought um but i yeah do we have any more things to talk about on that
0: one i'll probably get it (laughs) (laughs) i'll wait for the pc version
1: Honestly, that might be one of the PC games
2: uh, or like PlayStation to PC games coming. It was it was announced, I thought, at one point that it was supposed to come to It was PC. supposed to be
1: timed exclusive. I'm still surprised that we haven't heard more about it coming to other consoles. Yeah. And I'm but pretty I thought sure. thought it was only
2: supposed to be one year. And I imagine it would be this version, too, that you would end up getting. So mm-hmm. I'll wait for that. Okay. So that sounds
1: like we got through all of our articles. As I mentioned before, there are no homework articles this week. Uh, there's just so much news this week, as you can tell by the length of this recording. Uh, so we're going to leave you there. Uh, you know, that's it for the week. So until next Monday, uh, we're all signing off. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.
0: I wear glasses. That's what I do. I don't have contacts. <laughs> that's what I do.
1: <laughs> I, I wake up I and wear I wear choose glasses. to put these goddamn glasses on. I, I choose And that's what vision. I do. I choose vision. <laughs> IT infrastructure and extensive scope of the... You son of a bitch, Curtis. Oh, listen, V. Oh, I don't, want, I don't want editing to be long, <laughs> but let's put penis on everything. Somebody better <laughs> mark that down. I did person. that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh goddamn where was I <laughs> I'm working on a meme for Curtis right now that says uh PC gamers, hey, look at my <laughs> RTX 3080 3000 dollars gaming PC. Also Curtis, I'm playing Valheim. <laughs> hey. Hey, careful. careful. Hey, it's true though and it is funny. It, it is funny words that's right there. Like- <laughs> that's like me playing uh was it Final Fantasy 7 uh the PS1 version on my PS4 like years ago. <laughs> I'm like, I'm enjoying my new console (laughs) experience. (laughs) Uh, That they decided that uh, Dragon Age will no longer have a multiplayer aspect. I'm just seeing lots of edits in here, guys. Lots of edits. Um... (laughs) Everyone, yeah, this is what we do for the rest of the podcast. So I know which is the asshole. But I also saw Curtis smiling the whole time. Uh, is this the Kanye West or <laughs> Kanye? Uh, <laughs> <I was> just, <laughs> Kanye so many Bridge different spirits. ways of saying <laughs> it. I'm like, you forgot Kanye. Ken Kenna. Kanye, Bridge of Spirits. Kina. That's his next album. You just heard it here. Get it <laughs> um, Get it on Spotify. Name. Um Also you can get our podcast on Spotify. Hooray. Um anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's square, Why man. I- They'll do both versions. <laughs> exactly.
2: What do, you mean you, what do you mean you didn't read? Haha, ha, you got the you got the lazy version. Haha. Ha. <laughs> now you spend another eighty dollars. Ha Haha.
0: <laughs> you start the game, it's the original file fantasy <laughs> seven, you paid for it seventy
2: bucks. I already have this in my library. I spent sixty dollars <laughs> on this. <laughs> this is HDF dude. Ha it. ha <laughs>